We have been gone a little while. We kind of missed a couple a couple weeks there. Uh, technically, we only missed one deadline, but then we took another week to get back onto the horse. So, <laughs> you know, but we're back. We, 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 we aren't gone forever. More importantly, basketball is back. Don't ever say something stupid like that again. <laughs> there, there can never be a sentence about basketball that starts with more importantly. You shut your whore mouth. Well, anyway, I actually was reading a book recently about podcasting. I was hoping it was going to be about basketball. <laughs> more importantly, it was about podcasting. <laughs> and in it, it said that a lot of shows don't make it past nine episodes because they like give up on it. Uh-huh. And as I was reading it, I was like, we've done 10 episodes. Oh, look at us. And then I realized we gave up on it right after 10. So we, <laughs> so we made it a little past. <laughs> but we now we're up. here. I'm like blanking a little bit on like what we should talk about before we talk about the movie that we're going to get to, but I guess I'll just start off simple with hello, welcome to Let's Run That Back. My name is Cody. I'm Matt. We're going to get to the movie. The movie is Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti. And why is it that every time we watch a movie that I'm never confident on how to say the, someone's name, whether it's the director, Matt Damone? the writer, uh, <laughs> Ben Affleck, <laughs> I guess his eyebrows are nice. And No, you got to say it like mom does. It's all one word. It's Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's all Ben Affleck. All of it. All the time. Last time uh, I went down south, we watched The Way Back, and she was trying to get Dad to sit down. She was like, come here, we're watching a Ben Affleck movie. (laughs) Stop trying to change the subject to basketball things, Matt. We're not talking about The Way Back today. And stop looking over at your screen. I want you to know, we start recording, and let me tell you, it takes a lot to get us into the recording studio, if that's what you want to call my closet in his office. It takes a lot to get here. And so then we sit down and he says, hold on, I'm going to mute the TV. I'm like, what's on TV? Oh, it's the heat game. I'm like, okay, well, obviously this is a joke and he's going to turn it off. But no, he's literally currently looking off to the side watching the heat game. No, and we have the hardest schedule in the bubble. And today's uh, game against the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in the East. No one knows what you're talking (laughs) about. Other than the heat. No one knows what you're talking about. This isn't our audience. <laughs> our audience isn't people that know what you're talking the about. Noodle knows what I'm talking about. My cat knows what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. Okay, of course. Anyway, we're going to be talking about Palm Springs today. It's a Hulu exclusive movie, so you can watch it on Hulu. Um, Exclusively? I, it's directed by... Let me see who it's directed by. Okay, I'm thinking of a different movie. Okay. It's directed by Max Barbacow. <laughs> I could go for some Barbacow ribs. I, yeah, it's been a flex since I've had some Barbacow ribs. <laughs> but uh, I'm telling you, like, it's starting to feel like these names aren't even real anymore. <laughs> and it's just someone playing a prank Kristen on me. Kristen just messed with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he typed notes. it in wrong. 
but uh, but beforehand, you know, <laughs> we usually semicolon <laughs> in the middle of the name. Before we talk about that, we usually talk about um what we've been watching on TV and everything. And um, I watched the Umbrella Academy. We just kind of barely talked about it on the phone the other day, and I'm definitely not going to go into any major spoilers because I know you haven't seen any of it. Um, but <laughs> does it you know, even rain? It it does rain. That's a big part of the, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, but it's it's based on a comic written by Gerard Way, the lead singer of My Chemical Romance, and so I'm I'm always gonna love it. I was telling Kristen and Dylan the other day. Actually, I was telling Kristen. I'm just glad that you guys also like it, so that I'm not just watching it by myself. Because if you didn't like it, I would I would literally be obligated to watch the show. Luckily, it doesn't feel like an obligation though. It feels like a privilege. I love that show, and season two was great. I really like the idea of you know actually I was uh, I was only telling Kristen but I asked her to let Dylan know. <laughs> Dylan was there but I, I was not talking to him. <laughs> I made him leave I, the room. Exactly. I was like Kristen, come here, come here. <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, basketball. Of um, course. <laughs> apparently, it isn't the last dance. Apparently, it keeps going forever. Well, that was just the last dance for the Michael Jordan Bulls team. Yes, I know. I'm kidding. I'm really coming on strong for like co- coming off hating strongly. I I don't even know how to how to talk right now. We shouldn't have we shouldn't have decided to do like an audio format uh <laughs> show because I cannot talk. <laughs> I've kind of had uh Hamilton on repeat. Okay. Um just can't get enough of it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, we we watched it. We've only watched it once, but I think we've sang "You'll Be Back" about eight hundred and forty-seven times. <laughs> How great is he? Is Jonathan Groff as the He's king? He's so good. I mean, they're they're really all great performances. Right, right. But when he walked out, and we were like, "Is that Holden from Mindhunter?" <laughs> and then he starts singing, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like he's good. <laughs> right. I finished New Girl. Really? Yep. Mm-hmm. I've been referenced that we reference New Girl all the time, but only one specific thing. Oh, did I do that? <laughs> no, I think that might be a different show. Um, no, no I know the they episode. make. That, I know they make that joke, but um, I when Nick like gets in an argument about how you don't have to wash your bathroom <laughs> towel because you're clean when you use yes. it. We were saying that that's totally what Dylan is like, and we just reference it all the time. Just like, he gets so angry. It's like, why would I wash it? I'm clean when I use it. And the whole thing started with, no, that's not your towel. That's my towel. It's like, that's not your towel. That's your towel. Well, I can tell you, I have never used that towel, but I use that towel every single day. Look, Schmidt, phenomenal character. Yes. Um, Winston, Coach, even Jess, great characters. Nick is the star of that show. (laughs) Even Jess? I would have said even Coach. I I hate Coach's character. Coach is funny. Jess is great. (laughs) Damon Wayans Jr. is funny. Especially when when Jess sees Nick naked and, and she like comes into the room and she's like, "I saw his penis and his bubbles." 
<laughs> I don't even think she says penis because she can't say penis. She's like right. penis. <laughs> but yeah, I when when Coach came back into it, we uh-huh. tried for a bit, but I didn't find it as funny. Oh, so good. Winston's yeah. great too. Winston's with so his, good, uh, with, especially his, with his cat. Yeah, it is in his pranks. <laughs> They're either too big or too small, and he puts like a feather underneath the insole of someone's shoe or something. <laughs> yeah, New Girl, New Girl really is great, and I don't want to say underrated because it was like a show that went on for many seasons. But mm. I just feel like I don't hear people talk about it all that much. No, no it doesn't it's, get no it's love. so funny. Like Winston. Oh man, we're not gonna sit here and just remember <laughs> New Girl. Yeah. No one's gonna know what we're talking about. So I'm very sorry for that little stretch there. Yeah, where no we one's just gonna. To no say. one's gonna know what we're talking about if we uh, talk about New Girl. So Palm Springs. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, we really are trying our best to get in a lot of people listening to our podcast <laughs> by doing these huge movies like Capone and Palm Springs. <laughs> but I don't care. That's what I like. We're watching what we want to watch. I don't yeah, care. We, the big one coming. Uh, they're putting Mulan on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but I think you have to pay for it. Yeah. But still, I, I'm interested in seeing that one. I was thinking when you were saying big one coming... I was thinking, did they announce a new date for Tenet or something? September third, <laughs> I think. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's what well, they I should email the, the Regals, open them back up. I know, I saw that. I don't know, man. I don't know how it's gonna go. Seems like they're not gonna make people wear masks, and even if they did make people wear masks, people aren't gonna wear masks. So, did you read what the guidelines are? I read that the people that are working there are going to be wearing masks, and then I think that. I didn't read the rest of it, but beforehand it was that you have to wear a mask, but then in the theater you can take it off. Only if you're eating or drinking. Which, of course, you're eating or drinking. You're in a movie theater. Well. And if, you, if you're if you not typically going to eat or drink, people might even buy concessions just so they don't have to wear the mask during the movie. Right, but you finish your popcorn and you put your mask back on. I'll believe it if I see it. Either way, I'm going to see Tenet. Oh, God. <laughs> Lucky you. I I, uh, I think that's the only one, like, worth going out to see, though. Yeah, yeah. Because we already missed Bad Boys for Life. <clears throat> I was listening to a podcast the other day that if they had the Oscars only for the movies that have come out so far, Bad Boys for Life would win everything. They would cancel the Oscars before they gave Bad Boys Martin for Life Martin Lawrence, everyone. Best Supporting Actor, Bad Boys for Life. I just love that it's Bad Boys for Life. I would love tuning into that, where every single person comes out and they're telling their stupid jokes, <laughs> and it's like, just get on with it. We know that it's Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> they're just like, La La Land, and then they're like, oh, no, wait, there was a mistake. <laughs> It the, was uh, bad boys for life. And then the uh, Asian lady from Parasite uh, closes <laughs> closes the show. And they can't get her to stop talking, but she was in Bad Boys for Life, <laughs> right. so she's got to talk. <laughs> she produced it. So she's getting the Best Picture Award. Oh, God. This is never going to go out. This is never, <laughs> this is never being uploaded. I, this Looks is like the we should have given up after nine. We should have given this is the first time I've done it, like, right after work, and I've felt myself being tired. Oh, really? Uh, That's but what I DC least... is for. DC. Let me think of what DC stands for. Diet Coke? Correct. Yeah, get that. Get those carcinogens in your body. 
flowing through you. <laughs> All right. You know what? Why don't we just jump in? Why don't we just dive into the pool? Oh, already? Yeah, what else do you want to talk about? Stop. He's like smelling his hat and like his microphone. Like what? It smells like peanut butter. Did you just my eat mustache. a peanut butter sandwich? It's my mustache and beard. Well, that's a great place to segue into Palm's Nut Butter Springs. <laughs> see how I did that? You see how I segued peanut butter into Palm Springs? It was seamless. I, I had to mention it because I feel like people would have missed it. Oh, no, don't end the call. Don't, n- 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 okay, I think we made it past that. I think we can just forget that ever happened. <laughs> All right, guys. You won't know anything that was just said except for Palm Nut, palm nut Butter Springs. I'm going to like edit in huge laughter there (laughs) and uh so anyway let's let's dive in palm springs as we said before i think it was directed by like max barbecue oh max barbacow and it's starring andy samberg Kristen miliotti jk simmons out of nowhere he just he just shows up like he i don't even know he makes everything better he does everything that he's in he's phenomenal he like classes up the place out of nowhere i don't know if i talked about defending jacob on this podcast you didn't because no one saw it because it's on apple plus (laughs) whatever i got apple plus for free when i bought a um okay a uh watch um defending jacob is awesome and i did not expect jk simmons to be in it and he's phenomenal I bet he is. Anytime J.K. Simmons shows up, you know something good's about to happen. So pretty much... Okay, sorry. I mean, there's obviously more people in it than just those three actors that I just named, but, you know, I'm not going to sit here just naming names, okay? You can watch the movie and see them all. Everyone was great. Um, they really even rated had, the CW. Yeah, it, it had Superman from Supergirl, and it had Veronica from Riverdale, mm-hmm. which were both pleasant surprises, okay? Um, so I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't read anything about the movie. Okay. I, I literally, no, I didn't watch the movie at all. <laughs> no, I watched Palm Springs. It's all about palm trees in like a fresh spring. Like a trampoline uh, store. I think there was a trampoline store in there. Okay, but no, I watched Palm Springs. What I was going to say is I didn't watch any trailers or anything, so I went into this movie as blind as I've ever gone into a movie before, and all I knew about it was Even that Andy so Samberg... with Jamie Foxx? <laughs> I knew that Andy Samberg and um, Kristen Milioti were in it. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And I assumed it was like a comedy, and that maybe it was like a romantic comedy kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. all I knew. Now we're going to start going into spoilers, so strap in for spoilers. I did not at all expect it to be like a Groundhog Day, like repeating the day over and over time loop movie. Mm -hmm. Did you know about that? Yeah. I knew there was a time travel element to it. Okay, so you knew like a little bit. Had you watched the trailer? Yes. Okay, so I went into it and I was just like, okay, this is pretty good. 
and then that happened, and I was like, wow, this is out there. Um, but as it went on, I, I actually, I really enjoyed it. And, and I watched it, you know, at like 10 o'clock at night or something by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was really enjoyable. And I was nervous that I was going to start falling asleep as it got later. Mm-hmm. But it actually kept me engaged like the whole time. Um, and there was, it, it, because, I guess because it had Andy Samberg, I don't know how much creative control he had on any of like the writing or anything it looks like he wasn't uh the writer he wasn't a writer he was a <clears throat> him and the other lonely and island guys were producers you could tell it had that like a wacky kind of sense of humor to it mm-hmm. and and i really like that because it's it's really different like just crazy things happening you know right um and you know to end off my first initial response to it I felt that Andy Samberg was really good, um, but Kristen Milioti was like incredible. And that's now I'll pass it on to you. What'd you think? <laughs> the scene when they're like hooking up, and he randomly gets shot with an arrow, mm-hmm. like towards the beginning. Yes, was genuinely laugh out loud funny. Like yes. did not <laughs> see it coming. <laughs> it was very much like what the hell's going on. And what um, made me, what I thought was the funniest was her, like, screaming, like, right. what the fuck? Right. <laughs> it was so good. Um, I thought it was really creative uh, to have this type of time loop, Groundhog's Day, uh, you know, type of movie and, and put a love story into it. And I, I, I thought it was a really creative way to present it. I wanted to like it a lot more than I did. Well, what I found interesting because you know you've seen everyone calls it groundhog day at this point that's becoming just like another genre like you know because you have the happy death days you have groundhog day um i was reading reviews for palm springs and someone was listing all sorts of different movies that do this so it's mm. it's just become like a, just another well, thing what, you know? edge of tomorrow oh yes edge of tomorrow Similar. that's a good example um and so what i liked about this one was that it started off with one of the characters already like deep into it. So you have this, the character of Sarah coming into it for like the first time, right. but Niles character has been stuck in there for who even knows how long. Mm. Like I saw it in the trivia, like the writer talking about how long they believe he was in there. But like, as a viewer, just watching the movie, you have no idea. Yeah, I mean, it was clearly, a long time like an unbelievably um, unbelievable amount of time right um, and and so that was really an interesting twist to see like what is someone going to like be like at that point that mm. has lived this life of absolutely no consequences to anything you do forever because right. every day it just resets and i felt like it was creative and interesting for him to have such a like like pessimistic dark outlook like Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's masking it as it being fun but it's obviously like very sad right um just like being stuck and so it makes it scary her being and him being like oh you're just stuck in this forever now there's pretty much no way to get out so um you can like feel the the like dread on her um, when she's like coming to grips with it mm-hmm. and it was also creative having that where like he's brought someone into it before with like jk simmons <laughs> and so that's why jk simmons every every week or so comes to try to murder him 
He um, wakes up in Irvine. <laughs> so it takes him a while to get to him. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I feel like what made me enjoy it maybe more than you was the fact that I had no idea what was coming. Yeah, and I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it. It's I, I think the first thing that I heard about this movie was that it sold at Sundance for a record. It was the most a movie has ever sold for at Sundance. Right. So in my mind, I went, oh, man, this must be, you know, pretty groundbreaking or, or something, you know, pretty crazy. And it was good, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like this before. So I, I also saw that on the, like, IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that it sold for 69 cents more than any yes. other movie. $17,500,000. I'm sorry. And 69 cents. 17 million five hundred thousand dollars and 69 cents. Which is like, it's almost a joke at that point. <laughs> like well, cause they, they, they did it to get that like right. fact, you know? Well, I, I was watching an interview and they were offered 17 million five hundred thousand and one dollar and they went, no. <laughs> Let's it's make that 69, 69 cents. cents. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, no, I get you. I'm not, I don't really think this movie was like, was groundbreaking or did anything particularly better than any other movie. Hog breaking. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to (laughs) hang up on me for saying palm nut butter uh, springs, but okay. I get it. Yeah. You should hang up on me for that. Um, but what I will say is that it was engaging the whole time. Like there were, um, a couple things that maybe, I could be nitpicky about, but like for what the movie was, mm-hmm. it was fine. I liked that. Uh, again, I, I I already said spoilers, so I don't think I really have to again. But I I enjoyed that there was like uh, a happy ending to it, but also I enjoyed kind of the little things they threw in there that make you kind of you can like speculate about things. Uh, for instance, I liked at the very end of the movie the old woman that had come up to. Niles at the beginning and said I've been to a lot of weddings and that was the mm-hmm. best speech I've ever heard yeah how at the end she said to Sarah like you're getting out of here so like good luck or something like that and it almost makes you wonder like is she also stuck in here somehow but right. like isn't saying it um I liked that I liked how there were they dinosaurs. eventually I liked the dinosaurs at the end too because obviously <laughs> they saw dinosaurs while they were like um doing, doing mushrooms mushrooms that's what it was and so they see dinosaurs and then at the end of the movie when they're presumably back in reality you still see the dinosaurs over on the horizon walking along and so that kind of makes you think like why do that is it just a fun whimsical way to end a fun whimsical movie or are you actually trying to convey something with how maybe there are actually dinosaurs out in this magical uh (laughs) desert or spring are they still stuck in there? And that's why the dinosaurs are there. I don't know. I also liked that, you know, you have J.K. Simmons being upset that Niles, like, uh, got him stuck in this day. And at the end of the movie, you find out that he, like, has a family and everything. And mm-hmm. so he's, like, stuck in this one day with his family and him saying, like, you know, this was always a pretty good day. So it's not the worst day I could be stuck in. Right. Um, well, it was cool to see the contrast of their two lives where Niles um, kind of hated that he was stuck in this time loop because he's forced to just 
live the same shitty day over and over and over. Right. And um, Roy's motivation for how, why he's so upset was more driven by, you know, I'm never going to see my daughter walk down the aisle. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to see my son grow up. I'm, so while they both felt the same way about being stuck, it was cool to see um, the separation. That one well. of them had a great day and one of them had a bad day. Right. And then you have Sarah in there stuck in, like, she hates being around her family. She hates that she has to go to her sister's wedding. She's she slept with her sister's uh, future husband. Right. And so she's also stuck in the absolute worst day that she, she could be in. Mm-hmm. And so then at the end of the movie, they are able to escape um, Sarah and Niles after Sarah uses the infinite amount of time she has to learn uh, quantum physics and figure out a way to get it. I liked, I saw a review on on Letterboxd that was like, um, boys use infinite time for sex, girls use it to go to grad school. (laughs) (laughs) And so... She finds a way out and uh, invites Niles and also invites Roy. And I guess because Roy is in Irvine and she called him a little too late, he doesn't show up. (laughs) So at the end of the movie, you get to see Roy run into Niles again. Uh And Niles doesn't, like, remember who he is. And Roy goes, like, my God, like, son of a bitch. And says, like, like, I'm going to need some more drinks. Do you think... He's saying he's going to now get Niles stuck to, like, get revenge on him? Or do you think (laughs) that he's going to go back somehow? I think he's going to... I took that as she told him how to get out of it on the the message. Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't see it. And now he's going to go do it. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. And he couldn't believe it, so he ran up to see Niles. And when Niles didn't recognize him, he He realized, oh, my God, I can get out of here. And so let's do that thing that I feel like you really should never do, but let's do it where we delve into the specifics of the time travel loop here. So, so I I feel like it was pretty consistent in this movie. But so Niles gets stuck, right? Okay. He when him and Sarah get unstuck, they just go right back to that day that they were first stuck. Or do they, because, or do they retain all their, they have to retain all their memories because Mm -hmm. it shows them in the pool and they make like a callback joke, right? Mm -hmm. So then how is it that there's this other Niles that doesn't recognize Roy? Is it that Roy is stuck in like a a parallel dimension where like all these people are like copies of the people that were there? That's what it seemed like. Like there were kind of parallel universes. Right, less so than a time thing. Like when the sister fell and busted her mouth open, when they wake up the next day, like, she's fine. Right. So, I guess in that universe, that girl goes on to, yeah, get married with her busted teeth, but it may cease to exist, I don't know. Right, and so, so like, in Roy's, like, universe that he's in, Niles never met him, but... Now Niles is out, and he would remember Roy if Roy came up to him, but the Roy that's stuck isn't in the real right. dimension. It's right. almost like they go back out to, like, dimension number one. Sure. When they were right. stuck in dimension number 87,000, whatever. Right. 
That actually, I can I can get on that. That makes sense to me. <laughs> Speaking so, of when they yeah, get out, mm-hmm. they spend all this time stuck in this one day where all yeah. they have to do is like kind of float around in the pool, and then they get out and they go float around, float in, around the pool. in the pool. <laughs> but this time it's better. Because they're not stuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they go to the wedding? Like, what happens at the wedding, you know? Because that, that was another thing, is it felt like in that last day that they were stuck there, like, Sarah kind of went around and did all the things that she felt like she needed to do to, like, make right. things right, you know? Clear but her conscience. Well, because that, bel- that's what he said when they were sitting on the street, was like, yeah, we reset every day. There's no repercussions but we still have to deal with live with how it. it right live with what we did and that's why you don't want to go just murder people because even though right. those people are alive when you go back you still murdered someone right and so when she does all that i guess she's clearing her conscience but then when she gets out she's now reset the day one last time and so she would have to do all that again right. <laughs> if if she wanted it to stick and so right. i feel like it it kind of sucks to have, have had to gone through all the emotional toll of doing it all to then just have to do it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> it doesn't really make sense to me um but i but i liked that you know i liked the the like speech she gave and then when she looked at the the husband and said like don't like she like pulled the microphone away and was just like don't this up Mm-hmm. And he was like, Haha, I won't. And she was like, no, like, don't fuck this up. And he was like, okay, okay. <laughs> it was so good. The, the, like, intensity in her eyes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I liked they had a lot of little, like, uh, foreshadowing moments in that first day that I really enjoyed. Like, when he's, uh, Niles is speaking to Sarah for kind of the first time that Sarah knows of. And... He's like he keeps like looking over because the bushes are rush- rustling, mm-hmm. and then it's just like a guy coming out that he went pee behind the bushes, right. and you're thinking, what was that about? Why was he so like weirded out by that? And then when he gets hit by the arrow, you realize he thought it was Roy, right, yeah, hiding, yeah. getting ready to kill him, and uh, and I I liked how someone actually there was another review on Letterbox that said the only bad thing is it didn't have my favorite part of all of these time loop movies where the characters like perfectly memorize what happens in the day and get to like show off that they've memorized it. They and I was that. thinking he, that A was the first day, the first day he like danced around everyone on the dance floor and like yeah. took drinks and like jumped over people and like got in sync with people and I was like, yeah, we, we did see that Yeah, and the when, first uh, time. And when the girlfriend was yelling at him going, oh, are you cheating on me? And he was just saying the same thing as her the whole yes. time. Yes, yes. <laughs> and she was like freaking out, stop it. Stop. That was I'm really good. like, I, no, you're cheating on me, goob. Or goob or whatever. And was just like, what? Yeah, like, yeah I loved that. That and weird Asian cowboy guy. Oh, that was Australian? <laughs> that was the DJ. <laughs> Yeah, that was fantastic. And when they they had a lot of I actually liked all the hijinks they had a lot. Like the the like section of the movie where you just get to see them having fun and being in like I guess the honeymoon phase of their right. relationship was was some of the best. Like them going into that bar and doing like a full choreographed <laughs> dance for everyone and yeah. then leaving. Yeah. was great and I liked 
when they sent that one guy into the bathroom blindfolded to run into <laughs> his girlfriend cheating on him. Like, right. it was really, they had a lot of fun hijinks, and I felt like they did a really good job kind of balancing that really wacky fun with the really, like, serious stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess where I come down on the things that I like that were more negatives, and this this is really, you know, sad for me to say because... I love Andy Samberg. I love him on SNL. I love him on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Lonely Island, all of it. When he's in a role like this where he, like, gets, like, you know, serious at a certain point, I feel like I've noticed that he, like, he, like, gets to a point and then, like, can't go past that where I feel like he doesn't, like, get all the way into, like, really true, like, serious emotions. Like, you can tell that he's, like, acting. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, a little bit. It's like like in the scene where they like are handcuffed on the side of the road and they have their big falling out. Like Sarah, I, I guess Kristen Milioti looks like heartbroken and like really like overwhelmed with everything. And then mm. it like cuts to Andy Samberg and he only look he almost looks like oh come on. Like, like kinda uh, bummed. Yeah, like it just doesn't match, you know? And so it's like I, I feel like he did a good job i just feel like he could like if only he could go a little bit further with it yeah i don't know i feel like he (laughs) this is gonna be weird i feel like dramatically he did really well and there was a few scenes in pop star Mm -hmm. that he that he did really well um more so than in this movie yeah it's almost like because pop star was directed by like the lonely island right did they did they like by Yorm, I think. Yorma and Akiva both have directing credits. I do wonder if Andy Samberg feels more comfortable with like his friend directing. I don't know. He might be friends with Max Barbacow, so I might not know anything that I'm talking about. But I do agree that maybe because he felt safe falling back on the extreme comedy of Pop Star, he could like I don't know, but I can agree with you on that. Overall, I felt like Palm Springs, like, isn't going to be something that I, like, go out there and tell everyone, like, oh, you got to see this movie. But if someone says, like, oh, I'm thinking of watching Palm Springs tonight, I'd probably be like, oh, that one's fun. Yeah, go for it, you know? Yeah. I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah, I don't think you'd be disappointed by it or anything because I found right. it very fun and entertaining and it had a lot of funny parts. Like like you said, some laugh out loud funny. Mm-hmm. And When uh, he's, when he's, and I, I don't want this to become, oh, remember this part? Yeah, but when yeah, yeah, he's describing all the people that he hooked up with, and he tells her that he hooked up with her dad, and it like does that, it like, does like a cutaway to it, right? Where you like see it, and he's like, the dad's like, "What are we doing?" <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's Peter great... Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. It, he was just kidding. They didn't hook up. No, they didn't. I, <laughs> I, I honestly. I also don't want this to turn into, remember this part, remember this part, because that's exactly what happened with us talking about New Girl earlier in the (laughs) episode. But I'm telling you, we could do that if we wanted to, because there are a good amount of scenes like that. Mm -hmm. And it just felt fun. Like, that's the thing I like about anything the Lonely Island touches, is it's always going to be like that kind of classic type of comedy Mm -hmm. that, that I liked in like Will Ferrell movies and stuff, where it's just like, it's just like funny for no reason sometimes. Right. 
you can tell they're on set just messing around. Yes. They're not afraid to do something that maybe doesn't really make sense in the real right. world, but right. it's still hilarious. And so I, I I really am glad that we watched this movie because of that. Right. Did you have anything that you didn't like about it? It always bothers me when, and I, I don't think that this is necessarily the case for this movie, but it always bothers me in a movie or a book or any kind of story when the character doesn't really grow mm. a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So... I think the characters themselves grew. I think they learned to kind of appreciate life a little yeah. bit more. Um, definitely learned to let people in right. and, and, and allow themselves to be happy. But on the surface of it, when they got out of the time loop and just went back to floating in the pool, yeah, it just was kind of, I don't know, anticlimactic. They could have done anything. Right. And they went back to that one house. And it was a funny joke where he's yeah, like, they, they oh, wanted I guess to they do get the back callback. on October 10th. Right. But I'll agree with you. That's a good point. Um, and and I saw I saw the someone in a review brought up the idea that the movie could be about like a subtext of suffering from depression in the sense that you wake up every day and you like don't want to get up because like I don't want to deal with this day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so these characters like every day it just feels the same because it because it is in the movie and the like point of the movie is them eventually coming to the part where they like help each other to move on and like move forward to the Mm. next day and that is i like that idea but you brought you bring up a good point that if that is what the subtext was then you're telling me that they got up (laughs) to go do the same thing they always did it's like they got out of they got out of bed to go lay on the couch like right yes exactly (laughs) See, I would rather them be be floating in the pool with with that guy he gives a beer to every morning. I want to see that guy's story. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up every morning. This day could be different. I bet it won't be. <laughs> I don't <laughs> remember what they say. Not this day. But yeah, that's a that's a really good critique on it. And and that that almost now I'm starting to think maybe the dinosaurs are just there to make you f- kind of not notice that, you know? <laughs> the dinosaurs <laughs> are there to make it feel more whimsical. Maybe. <laughs> instead of them just going and floating in someone else's pool. Yeah. I do I do also kind of wish they got Roy out. Like I I don't know why why he couldn't just like show up like, at the last second or something. I like to think that he got out. Yeah. I'm telling you that little that little scene with him and Andy Samberg at the end. J.K. Simmons, man, what like a phenomenal piece of acting in just like yes. a look. Yes. He's great at, that's what I mean by like, he like classes up the place. Yeah. Is he comes in and it's like, this is like, this is an Academy Award winner right here. Like, yeah. he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, you really also get to notice the really good acting when it's next to, you know, someone not as good. Andy Samberg is a really, uh, I'm going to say great. Yeah. A really great comedian. Yes. And a a really good comedic actor. 100%. I don't know that he has the range um, that this movie necessarily required, but he wasn't like so bad that it took me out of the movie. He didn't bring it down at all, no. I wasn't distracted by it. And based on seeing Popstar... Seeing this movie and then hearing that Hot Rod is pretty good, I'm definitely going to watch 
movies that Andy Samberg are in. Oh, for sure. I, d- I didn't see That's My Boy, but that also had Adam Sandler in it. <laughs> and so <laughs> with his track record of recent times, I know not to watch that. I don't know. But, I uh, yeah. Mystery. It's pretty good. I bet it's pretty average. No. <laughs> I bet it's mediocre. <laughs> it's absolutely medium. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, so I would recommend Palm Springs to anyone that's looking for something fun. I would probably give it three and a half stars. I'd probably go three. Okay. He wants to act like, oh, I'm more critical. I, I go three stars. I, I'll take that half a star away. It changes so much. Are you saying that it doesn't change a whole lot? It, it changes about half yeah. a star <laughs> worth. <laughs> no, no, I'm just messing around. That's that's completely fine. But, you oh, know. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm glad that I could validate your yeah. choice of yeah. uh, of star star amount. But who cares? What what does our opinion matter? It doesn't. Yeah. I, like I didn't say it at the beginning. The <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Shut up, Matt. <laughs> but side note, whose line is it anyway? Is on HBO Max. The old ones? Yes. Even the one with Richard Simmons. Possibly. I haven't <laughs> found it because weirdly the problem i'm having with hbo max is that the like what is it called the like picture it shows you of that episode Mm -hmm. that doesn't always match what the episode is the thumbnail yes so like you'll see the thumbnail and you'll be like oh greg proops is on this episode and you click it and no greg proops is not on this episode instead (laughs) exactly if only if only that could happen every time right (laughs) because whose line is it anyway i was it's crazy i like brought it up because Kristen watched whose line is it anyway also back in the day mm, and we were telling dylan about it and he was like no i've never heard of that and i was just like ah and so i decided to go and watch like the first episode they had on hbo max and i don't know if that is the first episode of the series of mm-hmm. the american version but i thought it was and it was a little rough that first one <laughs> so i like skipped to later on and i couldn't get through the beginning of the episode without laughing like crazy right and Kristen was sleeping next to me so i was like i have to turn <laughs> this off it's already hilarious <laughs> i just you know i just think of like the 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 really memorable moments like the episode with richard simmons or like when they have to do um like a superheroes thing and they say mm. what should Colin's superhero be and someone's just like Captain Hare <laughs> and yeah. everyone loses it <laughs> and Colin plays Captain Hare the whole episode <laughs> oh gosh I'm just yeah it's all on there and it seems as though it's as great as it always was <laughs> and so if you want to keep bringing up how the points don't matter around here you can actually go watch who's line <laughs> on HBO Max not a sponsor but if they want to be I'm sure that we're the podcast they're looking for. Exactly. <laughs> Just know that this is the kind of ad service we can give for you. <laughs> yeah. This is our ad for us reading. You're ruining ads. it. You're ruining it. Buy HelloFresh or something. <laughs> That's what they say on podcasts, right? Yeah. Uh, use my code MeUndies. <laughs> Oh, man. It's so weird that every podcast has, like, the same ads. Yeah. Every single one. So, look, guys. I think Matt's got other things to do tonight. I think he's got to finish watching Milwaukee wipe the floor with the heat. It's actually tied. Oh, they just went up by one. 
See, they're wiping the floor <laughs> with the Heat. It's like the Heat don't even know how to play basketball. Actually, I got to wait for Kerry to get home, and we're running together tonight. How far are you running tonight? Uh, tonight is three miles, but um, this weekend is six miles. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I just got tired thinking about they, it. Did I tell you they canceled the, uh, no. the half marathon? I could have told you that like a month ago. Yeah. Well, I knew <laughs> they were going to, but they officially did it. So are you still going to do like a half marathon around like your neighborhood or something? Yeah, I think we're going to run around the neighborhood and um, end at Carrie's parents' house and just jump oh. in the pool. Okay, and then drown because you're so, Cause we're so exhausted that you can't swim. <laughs> oh gosh, just make sure they've uh, they got someone there to to fish you out of the pool. <laughs> I just imagine like Carrie's mom trying to pull you up out of the pool. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. Matt is um, a heavy boy. <laughs> so yeah, well actually, I'm down to two fifteen. Thank okay. you very much. You can be healthy and still be a heavy boy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Let's Run That Back. My name is Cody. I'm Matt. And, you know, we're two brothers who talk about movies as if our opinions matter. (laughs) So, I don't know what's going on today, but I hope you enjoyed the episode. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) 